You're listening to My Work in Progress. I'm Heidi Vega, and on today's episode, we're going to talk about anxiety. Have you been feeling anxious as fuck? Me too. I am going to touch on this. I've touched on it before, but today we're going to kind of dive in deeper to the whys of um, why people are feeling so anxious lately. I think there's obvious reasons and then there's some that are not so obvious. And sometimes knowing that information can really help put a stop to those anxiety, uh, attacks, the, the feeling of getting anxious, um, and kind of stop it before it gets too overwhelming. Um, before I start, I want to say welcome. If you're new here, welcome to the My Work in Progress podcast. I'm Heidi Vega. And if you're not new here, welcome back. I'm so glad to have you. Um, You know, I love my listenership. You guys are awesome. And honestly, it's season three, guys. We have made it pretty far. And third time's the charm. I'm hoping that this season will really... uh, move the podcast forward in a a very big way and I'm glad that you guys are here for that I'm glad you guys are here for the journey the content and I'm here for you guys as well so let's jump into this episode Hey, I'm adding this after the fact. The episode has actually already been recorded and everything, um, but this is a last-minute add-in that I wanted to do real quick. I I just want to say that um, I've had I've seen some people talking about uh, not trying to distract from what's currently happening, the movement that that's currently. Um, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> This is so unprofessional of me. The the current situation that's happening, um, not to detract from that. And so I was having a little bit of a conundrum with myself about whether or not I wanted to even publish this episode, whether or not I should just scrap it um, and save it for later and, and talk about police brutality, talk about racism, talk about Black Lives Matter. Um, and then I realized like I'm it's too late um, to to really try to put something together like that uh, at the drop of a hat. And honestly, it would just end up being an episode about my own opinions. And I don't want to do that. Um, I don't want to just add my anger and my sadness to the conversation. I think that is not my place to necessarily do. Um, I don't think that I need to prove how angry I am or how sad I am. I think what I, what my duty really should be as somebody who does have a podcast, who has a platform, um, is to uh, create conversations that will help move us forward as a country and as a Black Lives Matter movement. I think that it would do, it it wouldn't be justice for me to get on here and simply make an episode based on Black Lives Matter and all that um, just because uh, to, to stay I guess, with the trend right now or to stay on message when my message will not be very informative and it won't be anything educational and it really will just be me trying to prove that I care. And I don't want to, I don't want to try to prove that I care. I just want to care if that makes any sense. I know that sounds maybe a little bit confusing, but that that's really how I feel about the situation. Um, I do have 
from the beginning. I, I have an episode that I am putting together for this type of conversation um, about Black Lives Matter, about police brutality, and it will have guests on the show. I've already had, I have one guest uh, lined up and actually I'm thinking about getting another specifically for this episode. It's probably going to be a bit longer and it's probably going to be this uh, upcoming episode next Monday. Um, but for today, we're going to be talking about anxiety and I don't want to um, minimize anxiety because it's definitely affecting all of us, whether or not, regardless of where you are in the world, I think anxiety is only building up um, because of everything that's going on around us. And I think many of us have been carrying anxiety about what's to come um, for a while now and uh, before even coronavirus started. So I think it's a valid conversation to be had. And I hope that my pointers um, help. And uh, I will be, yeah. So I just, I just wanted to add this in there because I didn't want anyone, any of my listeners to think that I don't see what's happening or that I am, um, baby, (laughs) as you guys can tell, this is definitely last minute. Um, I didn't want anybody to think that I, that I, uh, was just acting as if nothing was going on or didn't realize the state that we're in as a country right now and as a world right now. Um, I'm not uh, deaf to 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 the current times. I just um, I want to do the episode justice, so it is coming uh, next week. But for now, um, let's 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 tackle our anxiety um, in this episode and uh, try to move forward. For anyone protesting, for anyone out there on the front lines, uh, police officer or not, I am uh, always wishing for safety. Um, and wellness and hoping that everyone is staying safe. If you are part of the protest, please understand that you you can't go in day in, day out and not uh, try to do something to to center your mental because there's no way that amount of violence um, and that amount of just hecticness cannot affect your mental. So please be aware of your mental health right now, everyone. no matter who you are, please check in with yourself, check in with how you're doing mentally, the thoughts that you're having. Uh, you matter and and your mental health matters. Um, also a disclaimer about this episode, I am not a, a therapist, a licensed physician, anything like that. Uh, this is just one person's opinion, one person's viewpoint, uh, one person's journey, and I'm trying to relay some of that information to you guys. So thanks again for listening. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. So I'm going to start off by addressing some of the obvious reasons why you may be feeling some anxiety. Coronavirus, which encapsulates things like the downfall of our economy, the, you know, people dying left and right, um, your kids not being able to go to school, um, you not being able to go to school, um, uncertainty with jobs and um, not being able to find outlets to not like actual outlets. I'm talking about like (laughs) your hobbies. Maybe you used to go 
to a certain place to get, you know, the gym to get some stress relief. You don't have that anymore. You're stuck to your house um, or your home. Or maybe you do get to leave your home, but it's only for work. Um, you know, there was there was for a while some food shor- shortages. Shortages. <laughs> Some food shortages. Um, what else? A police brutality as of late. That is just, I mean, it's been happening forever, but just this time around seems like there's a lot of weight, which is good that, that it carries because it means that we're no longer going to allow this to happen. Um, without just civil disorder. And it can be kind of scary at the same time to to not know where to go, what to do, how to help, how to become part of the change. Um, And even when you do contribute, it feels like nothing sometimes when you see just the violence that's that's occurring. Um, You see protests, but you see these police officers using violent means to to do what to hurt peaceful protest and then it enrages you and and you're sitting at your home you're sitting on your phone you're sitting at your computer what can you really do and it gives you anxiety just thinking about what you not doing anything could mean for the future and if anything that you do could ever be enough um sorry i got really <laughs> started going down that rabbit hole but I, I, we're currently living this and, and it's hard not to start to really want to talk about it. But, um, today's about anxiety and, and of course I wanted to touch on that. And I actually, I'm going to be touching on the police brutality and, and really what's going on, um, a lot deeper, uh, in our third episode. So be excited for that. I'm going to have a guest on the show as well. So it's exciting. Anyways. (laughs) So yeah, you can be feeling anxiety for many reasons and any of the ones I listed are valid. But I want to say one thing. I want to add to that list of something that maybe you didn't take into account of why these things seem to be so monumental in, in creating this anxiety. And it's because we've been living with a false sense of security, a false sense of certainty about what tomorrow will bring. After a while, having the technology that we have, the information we have, we start to think that we know it all, that nothing can really surprise you if the information is at your fingertips, right? Um, You know what tomorrow's weather is going to be like, according to Siri or Alexa or whoever, whatever AI you want to use, um, you, you get like all of the, the, the comfortability, comfortability, sorry, uh, comfortability that we're living in right now cannot be understated. Uh, I think it really contributes to our sense that, oh, everything is what it is and, and there's nothing different. Nothing can really impact us. Um, that we're safe, that that certainty, that our certainty in tomorrow is guaranteed. And we've been living with this false sense of certainty for a little while now. I think 9-11 was really the last time that the that the world and the United States really felt that impact 
of the uncertainty of tomorrow. And even then, it wasn't something that it wasn't something as elusive as coronavirus. It wasn't something with the amount of impact to impact the entire world the way that it has. And it really makes us realize how little we really know and how Mother Nature and just the world in general ends up still being very complex and you can't pinpoint the way the future is going to unravel. And the reason why I'm bringing up this is because anxiety really is is thriving upon our our uncertainty. Uncertainty drives anxiety. And when you don't realize that uncertainty is guaranteed, basically, no matter what, then you put up a fight with it. Your mind tries to figure out what's going to happen in the future. And for that reason, you get anxious because you're starting to think of all the what ifs. And even if you don't think about them specifically, your what ifs kind of linger in your mind And even though they're not concrete ideas, they're thoughts that are like zooming by. And the entire time, your body is tensing up, your head starts to hurt. You feel like your thoughts are are a mile a minute. I am so sorry. I tell people I'm going to be recording and they don't know what that means, I guess. (laughs) And then my cats want to meow. I do have cats now. Um, let me just add this in. I have cats now. So if you hear them meow, um, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I do not have a recording studio. It is, my home is the recording studio. And, um, I am not a cat lady. I don't think not yet. I only have two. And I think two is the cutoff, right? It's like the I think beyond two, then we're getting into cat lady territory, but I think I'm safe at two cats, and I think I'm going to keep it that way. Anyways, <laughs> let's get back into this this episode. Anyway, I'm so sorry, guys. I get sidetracked sometimes. You guys know me. Um, so to, to move this conversation forward, um, I think we have relied so heavily on the fact that we have internet. We have a way to transport information so fast and easy that we assume that means, you know, that's like the gathered information of everybody in the world. That means we got to know what's up. We got to know what's next with the technology that we've been able to create. How come, how is it possible that we don't see this coming? And then there's people who have, you know, there's people who did, um, predict that this was going to happen, this pandemic was bound to happen. But at the end of the day, because it's not common knowledge, and because your first instinct isn't, I mean, there's tons of people who have predicted several different things that never came to fruition. So it's it's not that hard to, to see that, you know, even if someone predicted it, we're not going to take it as, you know, like, oh, that predictions everything, and let's run with it. Unless, of course, it's the prediction of 2012, or you know, 2000 and, and people are wanting to believe the world's coming to an end. But, um, at the end of the day, uh, the, the, what it means to research something nowadays doesn't 
mean or carry the weight that it used to. People throw that word all around. <laughs> I've I've been guilty of it. Of being like, yeah, I researched this and that. And my research consisted of looking at maybe three different articles on one topic. And that was my research. And at the end of the day, I'm, I'm relegating my um, belief or, or I am giving the reins over to the internet and what it can provide to me as far as you know, concrete facts are um, by someone, another flawed human being who may have gotten their information from someone else and is preaching it as if they did the research themselves. And it just goes on and on. And I mean, journalists have done that. Obviously, journalists do that. They they don't necessarily, they're not the scientists. They may not be the doctors or whatever that are going through and doing these tests and, and or anything like that. But at the end of the day, they are more equipped to verify where their information is coming from and, it, and their job relies on it. Meanwhile, when your job doesn't rely on it, when you're just having a conversation with your coworker about something that you believe in and you say, oh yeah, I researched that. I mean, what kind of weight should that really carry? And we assume that, oh, well, she researched it. But nowadays when someone says I researched it, I'm like, okay, so you, you typed it into Google is what you're telling me. Like, did you verify the sources? Did you, and and nowadays it's even so much easier to to get lost into what's real and what's not. Um, so you you can just get enough info nowadays that you can convince yourself of whatever you want, and you can gain just enough certainty from that to remain in a bubble of thinking that tomorrow is promised today. And I'm here to tell you that it's not. Uh, nobody really wants to hear that. We're all going to die someday, and that someday isn't known to anyone what day it's going to be. Um, shit happens. Bad things happen. No matter how much you think about the possibility of it happening, it doesn't stop it from coming true. Um, and anxiety, I think the reason why we feel more anxious than ever is because we are we're we were thrown off. We we're thrown off for a while. We got comfortable. We got used to feeling certain about everything that we knew it all, and that if we didn't, we could just ask Google, and Google would have the answers. But did Google have the answers when the pandemic started? No. Does Google have the answers about how to stop police brutality? Of what steps exactly to take? No. People have opinions. People have ideas. And we just kind of have to come together as a as a species to try to figure those answers out. Um, but in the meantime, a lot of shit happens that affects us negatively or positively sometimes. But either way, it's not a it's not something you can check like the weather. So, how do we combat anxiety now? Knowing that, I think. We have to become more confident in our problem-solving skills. And if you're not confident in your problem-solving skills, then you need to get better at problem-solving. Not for just, you know, the simple things, but the tough things. And, and that's why I touched on last season um, using the scientific method for, for your life. Because when you become good at problem-solving, when you become confident in solving your problems and, and being able to think creatively, 
you can find you'll find that you have less anxiety because although you know, you know, nothing is for certain, you know one thing and that's your capabilities. You know that you can find a way out. You know that that's the the, the beauty of being a human being is figuring shit out and coming collectively to solve a problem to keep our species afloat to keep it going to thrive even so our ability to problem solve and think about things that aren't in our actual reality is something that we should never take for granted and your anxiety is often just caused because you're you're uncertain of the future and it's not like this is the first time people have been uncertain of the future it's just that people got comfortable thinking that this the future was for certain and there was nothing that could surprise them and that the day-to-day shit was all that there was. And now we have different type of day-to-day shit that we didn't see coming. So let me just say that these are concrete ways of, of helping you become a problem solver um, and helping you feel less anxious about what's to come, about your uncertainty. Um, the first one is actually something I did touch on. I, I said this before I touched on, uh, on season one and the episode was called listen, then silence your anxiety. And it really was about practicing writing out and really putting into words like concrete sentences, what it is that you're so anxious about. And the reason why that is so helpful is that sometimes our anxiety and our what ifs, like what if this happens? What if that happens? The worst of the worst. Sometimes it's so ridiculous. (laughs) And sometimes it's actually bigger in our heads than it is written down or out loud. So that practice really has helped me with so many things that I've been anxious about in my life, about having a kid, about being a mom and, and about owning a home. All those things have caused a lot of anxiety in my life. And I could really not get past it until I wrote it down or said it out loud. What is really causing this anxiety as far as like, what am I thinking is going to happen? What am I so worried that will happen? And after you do that, you write your then. So if this and this was to happen, then what could I do? What would I do? And I, and honestly, like it, they're so simple. And once you write them out and try to get as much out as you can, you'll find that it's not that like you don't have to be anxious about it, that the anxiety isn't obviously helping. And when people say being anxious about it or worrying about it isn't going to solve anything, like, yeah, true, but it doesn't stop you from being anxious until you actually look at what is what are you so afraid of and make peace with that. You have to make peace with your uncertainty. You have to make peace with not knowing what's to come. And the best way I have found to do that is to really just address it head on. Also, another big way to do it, if you can't think of like things that are actually concrete going on in your head of worries for the future, brainstorm. Brainstorm what is the worst that could happen. If like sometimes I'm just feeling anxious and I don't actually have like a concrete idea of what is making me so anxious or what I am so anxious about. Um, 
what aspect of my life I'm so anxious about. And, and I have to sit down and actually brainstorm what's the worst that could happen in the future. And it's not until then that I, I can actually find where that fear, where that worry really is coming from. Um, so that from there on, you really, the, your ability to problem solve, your ability to be, just be one of those fucking, what's the word? Um, I'm trying to think of the word for people who are like super, you know, you're ingenious. Like you're, you think of shit on the spot. You find a way to make shit work. You'll, you'll, you're scrappy. You know, you, you pull things from other parts of your life that most people wouldn't think to do. You put shit together and make it look great, even if it's actually like really shitty (laughs) and, you push forward until you can make it, you know, really great. But in the meantime, you try to find a way to make it work. And that's just just problem solving, just sitting down and you don't even have to sit down, but just like, you know, walking it out and saying, how can I proceed? How can I make things better? People sit in that anxiety and in that worry and just let it sit and marinate. And and it just walks around with them. It just becomes part of their being, part of their energy is this anxiety over the future. When they don't realize like your ability to problem solve is actually probably really good. And if it's not, you can work on that. You can work on your problem solving skills by actually putting it into practice. Putting it into practice in this way is is the easiest way to do it because there's no, you know, you're not actually putting it like it's not happening. So you're just thinking about the possibilities and what you could do if those came true. If the worst of the worst came true, what's next? So please, I hope that this kind of gives you guys a doorway to challenging your anxiety and to really try to tone it down. I have so many people coming in to my place of work and talking about how anxious they're feeling and they're, they're trying, damn these cats. (laughs) They're trying to solve it with a tea, with the herbal remedy. And that's great. You know, that'll definitely help ease your nervous system. But at the end of the day, if your anxiety is causing you to eat like shit, eating like shit is causing, you know, you to have bad energy in, in general, as far as in your body, you don't feel good. You, you feel, you know, tired, you're not going to be a good problem solver. You're not going to be in problem solving mode. And the cycle continues and you just feel more anxiety and you feel like there's no answers and you feel like you are not, not, you don't know the answers because there's no problem yet, but there's going to be a problem. You feel like there's going to be a problem and you want to prepare and there's no way to prepare. But I mean, the only way to prepare is just problem solve currently in your own life what's happening now. Tackle your real day-to-day problems. Problem solve. Be creative about it. And you'll know that in the future, any shit comes your way, you're going to be able to tackle it. You're going to be able to handle it because you do it in your day-to-day life. What's the pro- What's the reason to be anxious about future problems when I don't know anybody who can say, present moment, I don't have any things that I'm trying to get to solve at all. Like, no, bullshit. I'm sure there's problems you're already dealing with currently and you're worried about problems that have aren't even in your existence just yet. <laughs> and yeah, 
So <laughs> I hope this makes sense to you guys. I hope I'm getting across what I'm trying to get across, which is just, you know, invest in your problem solving skills, invest in your ingenuity, invest in being scrappy and trying to figure shit out right now and allow your anxiety to become known. Like say, hey, I see you. I know exactly what you're afraid of. And I know we could get through it if, if it came to that. And you'll be amazed at how your mind just stops. Your, your, your brain just stops worrying so much about the future when you've addressed it head on and stop trying to just suppress it. It's like trying to suppress like a something, you know, a floaty underwater. Like it's just going to keep popping up because you're not actually addressing it. You're just trying to push it under. So thank you guys again so much for listening. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of season three. I really wanted to get this one out there because I've just been seeing this so much. And, and if you're, if this has helped you or if you're feeling anxiety, you know, like the title says, me too. So I'm not perfect. I still get anxious. It's not like anxiety just goes away magically, but this could definitely be a starting point to helping minimize it, to helping address it, and hopefully becoming an expert <laughs> at, uh, at, you know, not, not allowing anxiety to run your days, your weeks, your months, your year. So thank you guys again for listening. I really do hope you guys enjoyed. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast already, go ahead and follow, subscribe, whatever it is that's going to allow you to know when a new episode is up and ready for you to listen to. Um, I'm posting every Monday. I am going to be taking um, like breaks here and there, but they won't be as long as they used to be. Uh, the vacation times is usually when I'll be taking a break from the podcast, but this summer, I am going to be podcasting all the way through every Monday. You can expect a new episode. I'm really excited for this new season. I hope you guys are too. It's a way to kick it off. Let leave our anxieties behind and move forward. And that's all I have you guys, all I have for you guys today. The show notes are at myworkinprogress.net. I, you know, if you want to leave the episode right now, I understand. Not everybody has the time, but I just want to throw something out there and let me know what you guys think. I have this conundrum. I started the My Work in Progress website with a .com. So it was myworkinprogress.com, right? I had it for, I can't remember how long. I think I had it, I had it for a year. Um, and this was the year right before I actually started the podcast. So I had the My Work in Progress. I was starting, I was, I was going to start a blog. I decided I'm not very good at, at least not at that time, right, sitting down and writing. I just couldn't get myself to do it. So I actually let the domain go of the myworkinprogress.com. I let it go. And when I came back, started podcasting, I was like, I need that website back. What am I doing? So I started the website again, and sure enough, when I went to go start the domain, they didn't have .com available anymore. Somebody had bought it up, and not bought it up to use it, just bought it up to buy it up so somebody would come in and buy it from them, and they can make a good amount of money on it. I'm sure they bought it at like $50, and now they've like flipped it. So at this point, I haven't checked, but last time I checked, it was like $2,000 plus to get that domain back. 
And I'm like, fuck, you know, because <laughs> that's a lot of monies. And so I, I don't know. I don't know what I, I'm trying to figure out a best way to go about this. I kind of really want the .com back. .net is cool, but .com is .com. You guys already know. So um, let me know what you guys think. Message me. Uh, the best way to get in contact with me is DMing me on Instagram. That's really the only social media that I like will consistently like I'll go on almost every day unless I'm taking a social media break. Um, but that's not happening anywhere in the near future. Um, so yeah, hit me up on Instagram at it's me, Heidi V. Let me know what you guys think. What should I do? Should I, I I think I wrote on one of my things. Should I start a GoFundMe (laughs) to get my domain back? I don't know. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Once again, I think I've said that like four times at this point, I'm a little rusty. I've noted, I've realized that trying to, trying to record this episode, um, it's been like three, this is the third time. Hey, it's the third episode too. So look at that. But either way, I, I, yeah, I've tried so many times with this and I can tell I'm rusty. So bear with me. I'm starting to get into the groove of it once again. And I'm really looking forward to to doing these um, guest interviews. I think those are my favorite format. I love talking to people and having them and and getting to just kind of have those those really good, genuine conversations and providing that for you guys. I think that you get more out of it than just listening to little me talk the whole time. I don't know what freaking uh, accent that was, but... That's what happens when I don't just give myself a cutoff time for episodes. So I'm going to leave that right there at 27 minutes, I think, is a good a good mark. Um, so yeah, follow me on IG at It's Me Heidi V or um, don't forget to subscribe. Oh, and review this podcast. That's the one thing I was forgetting to say. Review, review, review this podcast if you haven't already for where, from wherever you're listening from, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I don't know if Spotify lets you review podcasts. Uh, maybe you can rate them. I don't know. Either way, do what it does. <laughs> and review this podcast. Okay. All right. Love you guys. Don't forget to be unapologetically a work in progress.